I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I'm your co-host Melvin and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm your other co-host Sharon. There it is. Hey, we got another show. We've been uh, been on in a while. Just a week. Uh, oh, well, yeah, it has just been a week. Yeah, just a week. Just missed one week. I don't know. I, I've been doing so much with my life. It just seems like I've, I've it really does. I've missed so many uh, weeks and episodes and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, we're still on track though. We are on track. We are also on track to begin our 2021-2022 academic year. Academic year. It is go time. Back in the classroom, baby. Yes. And um, great news, I guess, for me. I will also be in the classroom. Yep, yeah, Professor Duke's in the building, baby. Ain't nobody say nothing about Professor. Okay, well, you're on your way. Adjunct. (laughs) You're on your way. Yes, so I'll be teaching a class this semester. I am excited about that. Also, kind of excited to... Okay, I put it like this. I've taught classes before for high school programs, um, whether it be with a trio program or doing more so um, mentorship uh, programs or leadership classes, things like that, but something that has a more direct tie to education and curriculum and um, having conversations with Melvin of, you know, syllabus and engagement in the classroom and grading and all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of excited for us to share that kind of conversations with each other because typically I'm on the outside of that listening to you talk with your teacher friends and going, mm, that's cool. Yep, but now you about to be one of us. Oh, Jesus. One of us in the classroom <laughs> with a roster and some students and Ooh, putting in and all that kind of stuff, girl. You gotta take attendance and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you one of us now. <laughs> Do I get a, do I a pledge in? Oh, is this my first like this is my this the this the pledge process. Yeah, this is right the pledge process. Right and then at the end of the semester I can cross yeah. and officially be, oh, you made it, you survived. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. all right. Well I'm ready for it. That's what it is. Um gotta do what I gotta do. It, it also is a little nerve wracking because this is not um my primary responsibility. So just making sure that I maintain a healthy balance of um mental health. I think what we've seen with the Olympics with Simone, sis spoke to all of us of, hey, if it ain't if it ain't working in your mental life, take a break, get it get it together. So recognizing that I'm have to still, I'm literally going to uh, put on my calendar and map out things as simple as you know meditate, um, planning time creative time still got t-shirt brand have a whole photo shoot coming up with that still have to do your full-time job still have to be a wife still have to be a friend and a daughter and a mother and all those kind of things so we we i'm going to be conscientious of how i spend my time which leads me to this if you are one of the podcast friends and family of the duke squad um your free time and your availability are two different things definitely so i have definitely practiced and i'm now in full what's the word uh when you go from practice mastered it i have mastered it of because i am free as in i don't have to go anywhere or be anywhere at a certain time does not mean i'm available to be somewhere that may be just my time so if you got a friend that's hey girl come help me do such and such but you know that you need just some quiet time yourself just say no there it is. in the words of sinbad the comedian 
don't even worry about that. So, Melvin, what do we have that we'll be talking about? Because this is after school talk where we talk about what we want to talk about because we off the clock. Off the clock, baby. Today we're going to talk about um something that uh, a lot of people have been talking about all week, actually. Like, literally all week long. It happened last weekend, but the conversation has been going on all week, everywhere, social media, podcasts, radio talk shows, um, uh, television talk shows, all over the place. The baby, the baby, the baby. Um, and and we 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 gonna get into it a little bit, a little bit at a time. Yeah. Um. So apparently, the baby, <laughs> um, has was performing at the Rolling Loud concert. Uh, where? Good question. Where was the concert? Miami. Okay. I've I've always wanted it. And shout out to whoever created it. That's a dope. Like uh name my thing is that they change the dates it's usually around my birthday uh at the mm-hmm. beginning of may but i guess COVID. covid restrictions and stuff like that which covid about to mess up some future dates lord if you're yeah. hearing me now please yeah. don't mess up one music fest we can already bought these tickets i'm Jesus. telling you bro i already have it on the docket to talk about it the weekend after lord on the podcast so right. if you hear me right now Please don't let one music fest get me. I need up you to keep anybody. Delta, keep Delta Sigma Theta here, but take that Delta variant. Get on somewhere. <laughs> on somewhere. Drop, get on somewhere. drop, drop him her from the line. We don't want them. <laughs> okay. Drop it all. Um. So he's at the concert in Miami, and he makes the comment, "Um, if you do not have uh, HIV or AIDS and about to die in two, three days, put your cell phone in the air." Um, and for those who are not concert goers, put your cell phone in the air means to put your cell phone up and turn the flash, the light of it on so that you can light up the stadium or wherever you are at the festival. And then he also said, if you are not giving fellatio is the word terms I'm going to use in the parking lot to also put up your cell phones and light it up. So he said that, um, I would just like to take a cue from Kev on stage of, first of all, saying that, uh, the initial saying something to get the crowd to do something um reminded him of Erica Badu on Tyrone. And mm. I was like, what? What is he where is he going with this? But he said, instead of saying what the baby said, if you go to Erica Badu's live version of Tyrone, which was the actual first time she did it in front of the crowd, what did she say? Ladies, how y'all feeling? Brothers, y'all all right. And then she goes into her song. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. What we typically typically don't hear people do is anybody out there don't have an STD? Okay. Anybody out there not doing a certain sexual act? Okay. For the life of me, I can't understand why that was <laughs> what was in the words of Cardi B. What was the reason? Why did we start off like that? That part I don't get. Just as we just, just right there. And <laughs> where we going? I mean, that that is a good question, but like Okay, so I don't know even I should even bring this up right now, but we, can we wait if you want to get if you want to as we go down the line. Okay, so just initially speaking, yeah, why why we said that? Why we <laughs> jumped to that question? Why why them the two things you want to get the crowd crowd riled up about? Yeah. What 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 attention we trying to bring bring to this situation to this concert? Yeah, because I that's that's the initial thought. Yes, because you know I think back about one music fest days our concerts. 
you and I are good for oh, especially like go back to Fat Man School. If you got twenty dollars, put your hands up. If if you such and such, oh, if you're not ugly, make noise, all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? And you know how they may say something like you got a hundred dollar bill, me and you be like, I ain't, got, I ain't got that. I'm gonna be yeah, quiet, right? right? You you do look to each other to be like, hey, what you feeling? So I imagine me looking at you like, hey, you. You didn't did that in you the parking lot. You didn't put your hand. You didn't. Wait, put what's your going on? Hey, then if you're feeling self-conscious, like, whoa, wait a minute, right? Okay, so he says it, and we go into the next thing. The initial reaction from people are like, "What is whoa. going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why Who, are you oh, taking oh. there, the baby? Yeah, like, why? What? What? What caused? What? That? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Just blank emoji face, right? Yeah. So I personally, of course, saw different comments, but I, I watched Funky Dineva's YouTube um, and he is a black gay male. And I appreciated listening to his interpretation, uh, not interpretation, his response, because what an interpretation is his response to hearing it. Right. And so I'm going to say this. Funky Dineva was the first time I heard that T.I. responded to what the baby said. And basically back the baby up by saying what? T what? What? what is it? So Ti's reaction was, if y'all are going to allow Lil Nas X to speak his truth, then you need to allow the baby to speak his truth. Okay. Well, um, that's a little different. Okay, that's mm-hmm. Ti. I think you never. You know what? I want to do an episode about this one day. Stay in your lane. Sometimes you can come to the rescue, what you think is to the rescue of someone when you're really coming to um, reveal your ignorance. So I think personally, a practice that I appreciate to see other people do and I try to also do is gather all the information first. Right, absolutely. Because if I heard that he said that and in my mind, I'm thinking... I don't see nothing wrong with what he said. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with what he said compared to this, this, this? If if so many people, though, are going like, this is wrong, at least let me try to figure out why. Mm-hmm. What is the, what, what's the, what is the um, foundation that everybody's standing on of this is why you don't do that, right? Because right, I ain't gonna lie, that was me initially. I, I, I'm gonna put my truth out there. When, when I heard about it, I was like, yeah, what's the problem? What's the issue? Because you just like I, I don't know what, he, <laughs> what was it, but were you thinking that in terms of what people were saying, or just because you just said right now what you said? Why did you say that? Yeah, after after thinking about it, and, and really, like I said, I'm talking about my very first. Ooh, the baby said this. Okay, I don't, I don't really understand why he said it, but all right, keep moving. But then when all the the when it's you know when it's oh, okay, so I get what you saying. You like that don't make sense, but anyway, keep scrolling. Yeah, keep moving. But, but then like, when you keep scrolling, you realize everybody got something to say about it. Now it's like, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Let okay, me process yeah, he this. Did, he did say that. Why did he say that for real? Come on, man. What's going on with you? Now you like wait. So a now, now you really into it? And, uh, yeah. But initially, I, I, yeah, I was one of the people like, okay, yeah, he said that, keep moving. Yeah, to the point where now people are pulling endorsements from him. People are not, you know, saying they're not going to support him, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, right? So, wait, wait, let's go back uh, to another person. You said Funky Dineva. What okay. did he say? What did so, he have to say? So, good, about? good point. So, Funky Dineva brought up the fact that one thing that I, I I'm going to bring up a couple of things that he said that I, I, I <laughs> I'm laughing because it was an excellent point because I thought this too. He said, 
um of course reviewing people's comments from twitter he noticed one tweet that really struck him which was bro that was a real specific thing you said yeah i did hear that you know some people are alluding to the fact of he may have outed himself um i guess to uh, um by saying those things i'm not even that's not even the i don't care that's over here but it was very specific i do agree to being very specific and also of Funky Daniva saying, here's where we, we create harm, though, in what you said, which was that you equated that a person who is gay, who is giving fellatio in the parking lot, is also the person who gets AIDS and HIV and dies in two to three days. So you've created a um, or perpetuated this idea that... Um, one, HIV and AIDS is still a gay disease. And I'm saying still because when it initially came out, that was that stereotype people put on it. Oh, if you're gay, you get AIDS or HIV. Not the case, right? But also, um, if there was a fan there who does have the disease and is living with it and he dropped dead, you now got them feeling uncomfortable of why did you say that? And then if there are gay people there who we already know that they are fighting against stereotypes like 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 several communities are then now you got people out here thinking i just in this parking lot just be going wilding out why would you why would you say that and that and the, and the push of that community is to erase these stereotypes but you put them you literally are um one of the people continuing the stereotypes right so Along with what Funky Dineva said, Kev on stage said this, and I was, I appreciated it because one of the Patreons in the live said, well, y'all got to remember freedom of speech. And Kev said, this is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is that I can say what I want to say and not go to jail. But freedom of speech does not mean I can say what I want to say without consequence. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Okay, there's a difference. So, yes, you can absolutely say that, but Boohoo could pull their endorsement from you. People could decide they're never going to stream your music again or go to your concert. You're absolutely allowed to think it and say it aloud, but there may be a consequence to come with it, and you have to accept the consequence. It's just that you won't go to jail. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, putting all of that together is a is one way to it's not one way it's it's a i think it's a good sum of how people of why people were trying to break down how this is harmful because for some it was you may not have caught why it was harmful Mm -hmm. which brings me to my other point oh something else that funky don't even said hold on oh it'll come to me but anyway but it brings me to my other point it is so you seeing all this happening. Everybody is saying all these different 50 million things and saying how this is harmful to two communities of people, people who have AIDS and HIV and people who AIDS or HIV and then people who are um, gay, identify as gay. Right. Because even the, the background, the DJ was like, yeah, yeah, some of y'all kind of suspect out here. What? What are y'all talking about? <laughs> what are you? And okay. again, why? Why? What? Why? Why do we go here? Does that go with the new song or something? Is it in Because that's another thing and, people okay, say. It don't even so, go with the lyrics so, and the so, music. Yeah, so boom. So let's get to uh, the baby's response <laughs> then. Because okay. that's that's exactly what he tried to say. Because he said, um, <laughs> I, just like you said about Erica Badu, I'm going to drop these two lines and go right into my next song. That's what the whole vibe was supposed to be. But like you just said, 
people are saying the song that he dropped after that had nothing to do with what he just said. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was a way just to get the crowd's you know attention, attention. again, even further as the show goes on. Um, but it, it just had nothing to do with with the song, and and that's what I initially thought. Maybe some kind of way it, oh, it going was going the, into don't whatever be a the, suspect song. Yeah, something. I guess. Whatever I don't you know. Doing fool. Um. Uh, but it was it was something about to say about his response. Um, but but so be to to be clear is uh I I understand what you're saying of if give me an artist I I was just listening to Tony Braxton's "Unbreak My Heart" singing it on full uh, throttle in this house. If Tony Braxton was to be on stage and say, "Ladies, have y'all ever had your heart broken?" You know, as a fan, like, oh, she about to go into Unbreak My Heart. Oh, Lord. It's, it's yeah. that excitement to yeah. let you know what song I'm going into. Right. However, people are saying he did not go into a song that connected the dots. So everybody, mm. therefore, were really left now with. Now you really confused. On top of me going, what are you talking about? I'm still on what are you talking about. Okay. All right. So then his response. Go so ahead. in his response, he said the first thing he said about um, put your put your phones in the air if you don't have AIDS or HIV. His his thinking after he's thought about this for a while and now he want to come clean about what he did. His thinking was, um, yeah, my fans are not out here being reckless and getting HIV and AIDS and you know STDs and stuff like that. My my fans take care of themselves. You know they they a different kind of fan. They they just not living life recklessly. My only issue with that is it don't take living life recklessly to get an STD, HIV, or AIDS or anything like that. For whatever reason, you know, you nobody just goes out here thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get HIV, AIDS, and some kind of STD. And, and the way I'm going to get it is that I live recklessly or I'm a junkie. Right. My fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. My a junkie. junkie brought that up. That, um, yeah, that that has her? nothing to do with anything. You know, it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a few different ways to, to get HIV or AIDS. Yeah, because they're and not. It's, it's not strictly uh, being being reckless with, with sex. Right. And then what is reckless? Yeah, what is reckless? Because... That, that, woo 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 come wait hold on go real push that what is reckless when i'm sure that if we asked him how many partners you've had and how many times you may have had unprotected well, sex which is what we are taught as kids like if you just just practice protection or abstinence and you know we, you stand a greater chance of not contracting this disease how many times have you done that okay because now is is that not you living reckless you if you're not doing it's, those it's, things? Because we know you ain't practicing baby. abstinence. You got a whole child. I was about to say, <laughs> the baby not a father, mm-hmm. right? But, and he's not married, so right. you know that. So you, so you, you are one of the reckless people, right? You, you could have HIV or AIDS, right? If that, you go, could according be to what you, your definition, not putting your phone up, right? According so, to your definition, yeah. So that was my my first issue. Him him calling out, you know, people being junkies, reckless, and all that kind of stuff. You know, if they do have HIV or AIDS, that's see, my first and, issue, and that's the that's what people are trying to um, express to let people know that is where the harm comes in mm-hmm. because people don't want to tell people that they they are HIV positive or anything like that because they know you're going to think that what I do is just go around mm-hmm. and sleep with whoever or that I put needles in my arm because that's. And, and let me and let me say this too. I believe that 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 imagery was perpetuated by a society who did not want it to do not want to believe 
that the average person could, could get, get it. Right, right. So right. if we make it seem like you have to live a nasty life mm-hmm. to get it, then it makes you feel okay because I don't live a nasty life. But now it's kind of has backfired now because of the yeah. It's like what are you talking about? There, are, there, are, there are people who contracted this from a person who they thought was uh monogamous exactly which just me and you exactly. and then come to find out well that person also was sleeping with another person who you don't know if, if that person thought it was just me and you right and then come to find out that other person is the one who it's too much it's too much going on down the line it is just it just it, i'm i'm not saying it just happens like we don't know scientifically how it happens right. but at the end of the day it is not equated with recklessness and junkies like, yes and that i just know there are women and men out there who genuinely go i i I tr- I thought I was doing the doing it the right way. I thought I had my single partner, or I thought I had just these two partners. We had communicated. I get tested every every year, all those things, and it still happens. Right. So. So that's the first. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the first. That's, that's the first, first part. One. That's the first problem, right? All right. And then <laughs> the second thing he says was, if you're not out here, as you said, giving Felicia in the parking lot after the concert, because see his fans, because his fans go to are, five star yeah, hotels. They, they don't, they don't do it like that. They don't they, do it like gotta, they classy. That's they, what they, they classy. They classy. They classy. <laughs> they say, oh baby, my, my fans, <laughs> they go get five star hotels, and you got to take me out, and then we get down like that, then mm-hmm. we get down like that. But we ain't just about to be out here doing it in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my issue with that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If you just feeling good, there, <laughs> I, I don't even want to ask. It might go down in the parking lot. <laughs> if you if you there, <laughs> yes, I'm I'm classy and whatnot, and I got the money, but maybe the parking just, lot was wide open. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> just happened to be out here. I could yeah, afford this dang. hotel, but it just kind of you know happened around. Right there. I'm staying at the Omni, but you know. I also had this big uh, Maybach Mercedes, and the, and the back seats light up. Hey, hey, what, what Beyonce say? Driver, roll up the partition. Mm-hmm, roll up that partition. No, that like and Jay came by the whole hotel, the but line. she said, "Roll up the partition." We before we even get to the party, we're gonna go down right here. So yeah, he he said, "No judgment part. zone from the Duke no squad. You just do her. what you need to do. Do what you need to do. Just handle your business. Whatever. I see that car rocking. I'm gonna keep on walking. I'm just mind my business. Stay out their business. Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Stay in your Lane. Lane. But right. no, so that, that second line he said, you know, he he said that because his fans are classy. Yes, and that was his point to that. Yes, one. which was, and I'm telling you, that chick Angel said her question was, "How do you know that's what your fans do?" Mm-hmm. Okay, because come on, wait, how you know that they go to five star? Who told you that? Where you get that information from? But here goes the other thing, Melvin. He said something that made me think about what it was like during the campaign season with Trump of he specifically pointed out that there was a fan there with a crop top on. So um, he is um, basically saying that based upon visuals, he assumed he was gay and how that fan was rapping all the words, how he was into it. He was recording and basically like I have a, you know, I I saw a gay fan who was supporting supporting me right and it gave me the same vibes on when a black person would be at a trump rally or a black person would go take a picture with trump or go meet with him that trump used that as ammunition like look black i got black support yeah why are y'all upset the black person that look at this black person right here that said nothing right yep and my issue was that was one let's not assume because 
You, I mean, if if I'm, period, let's just not assume because he had on a crop top, he gave number one. But let's also not assume because one person with a crop top on was rapping the lyrics that that meant everybody that, else that, exactly. in this community obviously supports what I'm doing. Exactly. I was like, but oh, here we go. The icing on the cake to me, which is going to, which is what I wanted to say to people who. You know, my timeline and stuff were kind of processing what happened with the baby is that I cringed listening to his response because I am not surprised. And more and moreover, I feel bad for the baby. And I'm explaining to you why I feel bad for him is because working the education system, I know that there is there is very few opportunity not opportunities not myself there there are very few intentional curriculum pieces to teach students about diversity and inclusion in k through 12 okay you following me no oh yeah. oh whoa let me all right y'all thank you, you know, for tuning in after school talk we're gonna go i ain't gonna lie uh I, I'm, I'm up here reading what, what we talking about and you put on the doctor hat and my my hat is on the floor and i'm well, like, he ain't having a fashion over beanie uh don't be calling out what i got on right now well, put your fedora on so you can go get yourself but yeah really back in doc bring me back you jump way out there like you talking to a bunch of professors, and I I, I lost it for a oh, split second. Jesus! All right, let's go. Okay, so there are there are a few in layman's terms. <laughs> we don't teach diversity and inclusion in our school system. Facts. Now, if you, if they do it in your school system, kudos to you. But I dare you to tell me where we live at that that's being taught. Mm. Okay. Because it's one thing to tell all kids, like, everybody is the same. We should all love each other. By the time we get to high school, ain't nobody teaching that. Right. right. What what we learn is what's perpetuated in our community. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so, he is speaking a language that there are, are... Hundreds of thousands of people who absolutely agree with it, and I'm like, what you? What's the problem? Mm -hmm. Because it's not taught that hey, let me explain to you how this is harmful to a community. Let me tell you what it really looks like to be in inclusive. Let me tell you what it's like, um, and the language and the terms that you use of how you should say these things to people and how it could come across as harmful. Okay, we don't do it. We don't do it. So what we do is we have the kids who come from these areas who are, we know are not learning the same things that you learn when you get to possibly to college. Mm -hmm. The same things you may learn when you work for a big company that teaches these things. Sometimes, sometimes depending on who the company is um, that you learn when you get exposed and travel the world, you, you don't get that. So what you do is take a kid that's been plucked out of this area that has sat in barbershops, who has been with their fathers, who have been with their uncles, who have the, that, perpetuate this toxic masculinity wording right and then i throw you in front of the whole world Mm -hmm. and because i threw you in front of the whole world we assume that all of a sudden somewhere down the line of him rapping and and going to clubs and making appearances he learned about diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. he learned about what the lgbt community means and he don't know he's a famous rapper he's cultured now he right, got it. He, he culture because not because now he's a famous rapper. No, of course and he knows and, what to say and what not to say. Right, not and not. And on top of that, it, it also where you can say well, everybody talk about it now. That's all over there. I am telling you, as a person who has students who are like, like we found out last night who are almost in their thirties. We got students who are almost in their thirties. 
I say this all the time to my current college students. Your timelines are different. Mm-hmm, my cool. timeline is filled with friends from high school, friends from college, friends that I'm so proud of that are now doctors or lawyers or they they travel agents. They are teachers. They are educators. They are philosophers. They are preachers. And I see a scope and different things based upon my timeline. If you are still in this box, your timeline does not look like that. Mm-hmm. The baby's timeline ain't filled with no scholars. <laughs> he might have a couple on there. Right. Just a couple. It ain't filled with <laughs> nobody saying, hey, I read this article, I, I learned this, or... No! That's not what's happening. And, and I believe that if we could really go back to the days of having a proper PR person, right? Mm-hmm. Not a yes man. Okay, a proper PR person and a proper way to holistically develop an artist, you have less of a chance that an artist will get on stage and make a fool out of themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, because I'm going to tell you something right now. Let's use parenting as an example. If our child went into the classroom and said something really rude to another student and we find out then she get on Facebook and go live and continues the rudeness, oh baby, we got a problem. So you... So we had to come up to the school because you said X, Y, and Z to a student and you mm-hmm. and then you double down mm-hmm. on social mm-hmm. media. That's not how that works. So the fact that he went on his live and doubled down, let me know there is nobody in his circle that is explaining this in a way that he understands. Right. In a way that he understands. He ain't have to say it like that. Like, hey, I, let, I, uh, I know what you hey, were bro. trying to say, but yeah. your, your word choice just then, but... It wasn't, it wasn't hitting on Let me let me tell let me right show then. you these three people over here who got HIV and they ain't get it like that. Like think about them. Da 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 da. da. Like nobody explained that. And we go back to the days of Motown Records. Motown. They, come on, baby. When they bring in an artist and say, "Oh, you going through all the training before I let you hit that stage and embarrass yourself." Okay, that's what we need. That's why we have so many people now because social media allows us to see them twenty four seven. Right and, and and they they their rawness I guess. right it, it, like straight out straight out of bed boom I'm, <laughs> I got access yes. to them and I know exactly what they're thinking what they're eating what they're doing all this kind of stuff yes and when they go live people are already screen recording from the time they go live yeah. so it's, you can't take it back it's already up everybody saw it and you did not have the proper training and education before you got this platform so that's the other thing you make these people responsible for platforms and they don't even know they don't even know yeah. They don't understand that. They don't understand it. We see it in sports. We see it in entertainment. And this is not inclusive to just blacks. This is whites. This is Puerto Rican and Asian. Everybody. That if we have to do a better job, and I'm saying this in the education setting and to those who go into the entertainment, because really and truthfully, I think it's more so in the education setting. We can't determine what they're going to do in the entertainment world because if the baby loses everything right now, I'm be honest with you, the people who made the money off of him, they don't care. But 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 they gonna but, go get them a new artist and move on. But if you are found, if you do find yourself in the entertainment world, whether you are the artist or working around the artist, be that one to step up and say, "Hey, that that one cool, that one right." You know, don't do this, don't do that, or you okay with? Even if you're not the PR person, still speak up. Like you're if somebody, somebody is who wrong, around something them. is wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody's around them mm-hmm. like that. But and like I just said, if you find yourself, oh, if you find yourself, if that you person. find yourself in mm-hmm. in that kind of situation, like if I'm with a homeboy and they just happen to blow up, mm-hmm. I don't. I ain't finna turn into the yes man. Like oh yeah, I got your back. Whatever you do, whatever you say, I'm with it. No, if you stepping out of place, I'm I'm gonna have to say something to you. I, and I think too, you get 
Mm. I remember Dwayne Wade's baby mama mentioned that the the higher you get, the less that people feel comfortable with telling you no. Because they see it as a way they will lose their money or connection with you. And it makes sense to why some artists and some sports people keep their circle super small and create an understanding around the people around them to make them comfortable with, with letting me know. Right. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? We know that some of these people get thrown into this world. You start making so much money. You get so much access. You get so much uh, VIP treatment that you begin to lose yourself and your ego takes over. So I tried to be the friend to tell you, but then that's, you know, I get fired and you send me back to the hood. I don't want that to happen. So I'm just going to be like, yeah, bro, I'm I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make you feel good so that I can keep getting this check. And you, you, this is why the whole system of it has to be an understanding of you can't let that be the per the people that's around you. Right. You have to have the people around you. Like if they said, they, if they looking at me like this after the concert, like, bro, oh, dang. Okay. I messed up. And, and to really say, listen. I, and I watched a girl on TikTok um, do this and a, and a black guy reposted her and was like, this people, this is what you do. You know, the trend that's going on around right now where people are doing like the poses, like posing like somebody mm-hmm. and that they are using a remix of Kanye West's um, Blood on the Leaves, which is originally a song by Billie Holiday, Strange Fruit. Mm-hmm. So the original original song is about lynching. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a girl, a black girl, was like, "Y'all, this really is not a good trend." When when we look at what the original context of this song is, right? And she was like, "And I'm gonna call out the people who are doing the trend, but also the people who did the music of, you know, you you can't take with something that was really it, it literally cost this lady her life and her career, and then turn it into a trendy, funny thing when we're talking about people getting lynched, right?" And so what happened was a white creator went on TikTok and said, hey, my bad. I did not know this. I just learned this, this, this. I'm going to tag the person who will explain this to you because as a white American, I, I'm I'm learning. I would rather you learn it from somebody who has the correct context, the correct wording and knows it. I'm going to ask that anybody else that um, follows me that you do not do this trend as well. I apologize. I will continue to learn. And boom, took responsibility I need to figure out what the heck I'm doing (laughs) and not do this again. And I'm about to learn from watching somebody who knows more than me about this. And I hope you all do the same. And the black guy was like, that's it right there. That's what you do. You don't go. If you felt like it was offensive, you don't go. Oh, you know what I heard? I heard this lady named Billy Fruit. She made a song about strange something because you don't really know. You need Mm -mm. Not going to do that, right? And so those are the people that I, I see need to be there next to him to say, listen, hush, don't you touch your phone. We're taking your phone from you. Let us take the next few weeks for you to understand why. And I want to make a plan for you to continuously learn, for you to continuously grow so that we do not have these problems in the future. Don't give me no fake. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I shouldn't say that, da, 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 and all that kind of stuff. You want that kind of people around your circle, but it takes you realizing and giving those people the power to do that in your circle and having that trust. Because eventually you get to the point where you don't know who to trust. He And he's going to get to that point, mark my words, when we post this episode in, a, in 10 years from now, it'll be a behind the scenes where he really got, well, I didn't know who to trust. People were telling me it was okay. And mm-hmm. I know. 
because you got money right now. So everybody willing to just back you up on whatever foolishness you got when the rest of the world ain't like that. But it can start with this episode right here. Ooh. Pass this episode on to the baby. So we can tell him about this. The baby comes to people, after school talk. You need to get some people around you. And anybody that's out there like the baby. You, you got people out here that you can't trust being in your circle and stuff like that. Mm. Hey man, we you need you need to reevaluate that circle. Mm. And really, and you know what, Melvin too? This is an excellent opportunity for school systems to use this as a chance to say, hey y'all, I know all y'all listen to him, but let me tell you how how he should have changed up what he said. And not to um you know, students get sensitive when you talk about the artists. They like, oh, yeah. don't don't come in there how old people come. Do y'all listen to that ratchet? No, don't do that. But just say, hey, y'all, he should have. This is what he should have learned. And then now they know, and they're like, oh, okay, I got it. Use it as a learning tool. Absolutely. That's, boom, boom, bam. And that's what this podcast is all about. You want to use it as a learning tool wherever you can. Boy, you better close out like a good old deacon. No, I, I got close out like a deacon because you deacon <laughs> deuce. Good deacon Lord. deuce. Um. So anyway, now if y'all would like to pass out the offering, oh, speaking of the passing offering, um, so we are about to hit the fall semester, um, of after school talking about two weeks of the fall semester episodes will launch August fifteenth. I want Deacon Deuce over here to get ready because he will be on live television. With no, he won't be on live. On. He won't be on live television, but y'all know with a mask um, or a helmet. Oh my goodness. Just put a, put a beanie down over your face right now. <laughs> now I gotta get me a ski mask. No, I want an actual like a head made. I want a head made. I'm gonna get a head made, y'all. You are not. Y'all are never gonna see my face. Oh Jesus! If you don't already know what I look like, oh well. I'm gonna get a head made. And somebody gonna recreate a video and put your actual face on it. You gonna move like you know how they be like. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> get a head made. Let's yeah. go, baby. Oh, my I gotta gosh. find out who's gonna do it. Get excited. Get into this. Um we are also excited to uh launch a Patreon page along with this. So we're gonna let you know when that comes out. So that will give you some more exclusive content, some more time behind the scenes with us. That's real family. And then we're gonna start coming out with some app school talk merch. Let's get it baby oh, you just we on and popping baby I'm on my this this is my way to retirement right here. <laughs> We're going to get this thing going. I'm going to be like Kev on stage and Mrs. Kev on stage and, Tab and, and Angel <laughs> and, and, and Marcus and Tab and Chan. Hey, man, we on our way to retirement. Yeah. Roll to retirement. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Rolling retirement. Forget rolling loud. Rolling retirement. Roll to retirement. And early retirement. We ain't talking about no down the line at 60. We trying to get this thing popping now. So yeah, please, yeah. Um, when we tell you, we, you know, we need to have a, ooh, I already know. In the after school talk, um fall semester we're gonna have an episode that discusses our humble beginnings because y'all don't know how humble we are right now this ain't easy um we ain't we are not out here balling we are not out here uh i don't know rolling loud we <laughs> we rolling slow <laughs> we're try, we trying to get yeah, and low we're trying to get it together so please 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 as you support us share this episode with other people um and all the positive vibes send them our way we will send them um towards you follow us on instagram at dr lady Hutzball. and i'm gonna change my instagram name to just my name dr sharon do so get ready for that uh dog team educator after school talk podcast all of the things and we'll holler at you later peace